1: I'm going to change things up. I'm going to be controversial and charismatic today. I'm going to well, out-charismatic we'll yes. Terry Waldron.
2: <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, and nobody does an old baby like he does. I, I was driving in this morning, uh, Mark, and I thought, boy, what are a lot of guys out there. And I'm not going to do would, – would love to wake up to hear, oh, baby.
0: Yeah, exactly. But
2: anyway, uh, my dog didn't tell that to me, and I'm sure you didn't hear that from your side either, but uh, – Happy Tuesday morning to you. Wrongful death
1: and personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. 318-342-1411. And Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and Company on Tower Drive. And they're next to Nukes in Monroe. And uh, you can always get us on the Washita Valley Credit Union text line or hotline. And that is Six two. Don't forget to pamper that special person in your life. Go to Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe and get them a gift certificate. And it's uh, very worthwhile. I've done that before, and those fine folks at Spa Nouvelle really take care of you. So eight zero seven one zero six zero. That's eight zero seven one zero six zero. Um, how about them pelicans? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Break up the Pelicans. Right? Yeah,
1: break up the Pelicans six in a row. Got to talk about it a little bit. I know uh, uh, Aaron and Jake talked about it at the top of their show, but it's worth talking about for at least a, a segment. Uh, the Pelicans win again last night, beat the hapless Suns. But hey, you know, there's a, those are the games that they've been losing. Are the team, they've been playing down to their competition uh, a lot of times and have lost games that they really shouldn't have lost to some of the really bad teams. And the Suns are one of the bad teams, but uh, they take care of business. I think it was an eight- or nine-point victory uh, last night. Anthony Davis, again, tears it up more than 40 points. I think he had 15 rebounds. <laughs> yeah, at 15 rebounds. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's got to be now, Jamie, uh, in the conversation uh, for the MVP. When you look mm. at his – when you look at his stats, unfortunately, now they will probably, hopefully, if they don't collapse, they'll go to the playoffs. But there seems to be kind of uh, like an unwritten rule that the MVP comes from one of the best teams, regardless, you know, as long as they're uh, going to finish first in their division or, you know, maybe the second, and but they're real close to first. Those are where the MVPs seem to come from. uh, Yeah,
2: and I think, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. uh, No, no, I just, uh, to your point that, uh, you know, Anthony Davis has literally put this team on his back. I think the fewest number of points he's had in the last uh, five or six games, six games now, has been 38. I believe he had 53 last night, 18 rebounds and and five blocks. 18 rebounds, five blocks. And, again, this is done on the heels of a, of a five or six game losing streak after losing Boogie Cousins and uh now whether they can keep this up I'm I'm with you I mean it, it's it's a it's somewhat of a one man performance right now and but I th- I do think the team chemistry seems to be pretty good uh, to win six straight in the NBA at, at any time in the year particularly late in the season like this is pretty extraordinary uh considering you lost uh you know one of your two best players so and I want to stop
1: you right there and ask you this. Uh, we posed this question to our uh, basketball insider yesterday on the sports company, and I want to get your thought on it. Uh, John, you could chime in, too, with this because I know you follow this. Uh, so I'll ask both of you. Would, Anthony, you, you, you said the phrase, since Boogie Cousins has been out, this has happened. Would Anthony Davis be emerging like this with those kind of gaudy stats, if Boogie Cousins was actually still playing?
2: Do mm. you want me to go first? Go ahead. Um,
1: John has to get his mic ready.
2: Yeah i uh, I don't think so. Obviously, but I think again, um, this is a team that it, I think had lost had lost five of six after Cousins went down. So, for them to to find a way to pull, the, actually, it has been on the, it absolutely has been. But there's also been some pretty, you know, the defense, I think, has been, uh, you know, a notch or two above what they've been playing. Rondo, I uh, saw him the other night, had some, uh, you know, some really good plays uh, defensively, stealing and so forth like that. So, there's other parts of the game that are coming together outside of, obviously, what Davis is doing, but... Um, I don't know. I don't think you take away your Cousins and you're necessarily better. But, you know, when you've got to ride a player this hard for this long, um, I don't know if that's a – I mean, fatigue at some point. Uh, but it's It's been amazing what they've been able to do because uh, they took obviously a huge step back when uh, Cousins went down with that Achilles.
1: Yeah, and my point was – or my question was surrounding just Anthony Davis's performance, not necessarily the team itself – but would he be having these opportunities to have these kind of gaudy stats uh, had Cousins not gone down, John?
3: I don't – I don't, I mean, opportunity, his minutes probably wouldn't be much less. I don't know how many more touch He'd probably have less touches. I'd have to see the difference between his stat line between, you know, before and after the boogie injury. I don't believe AD would put the numbers up, but, you know, just – to Jamie's point, I do think the team would be having success. You know, it, it's almost, you know, AD's got to go full ham now. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, uh, you know, put he's literally he's putting the team on his back. That, you know, some have compared it to Westbrook a couple years ago in his triple-double year. You know, that was a season-long almost. He, he knew from the outset this is what I'm going to have to do. And he had a season-long performance on Westbrook. AD, it's kind of a, oh, crap, my tag team partner, just blew his Achilles, the shock and awe lasted for a week, and now it's okay, reality's set in. We can either fade away and be obsolete, or we can pack it in and I can put the team on my back. If it means taking 35, 40 shots a game, that's what's going to have to be done. And the man's doing it at an MVP performance, and I believe if if the Pels do hang on and make the playoffs, he is not just in consideration, but probably – a Top three finish for the MVP vote. Um,
1: yeah, because one of the reasons I asked that question was that he's doing everything. He's not just scoring around the basket. He's not just scoring, say, on tr- you know trash, rebound and putbacks. He's shooting three pointers. He's shooting mid-range jump shots off of uh, pick and rolls and off of screens. He's uh, doing. He's got the jump hook, the little baby hook in the lane. Uh, he's doing just
3: Dude's doing everything. Yeah. He's doing Mm -hmm. just
1: about everything. And and I guess uh, the point was, and it's just a talking point. It's not uh, a criticism of cousins or anything other than that. Just the fact that uh, he's getting opportunities. Cousins shot a lot of three pointers and a lot of times Anthony Davis wouldn't be wandering around out there, uh, on a regular basis because cousins would be out there. And then of course that affects your, your overall point total, uh, being able to get those threes, but he's stepping out. And uh, what that does is that it opens up things for everybody else, because if if he being the best player, especially an inside presence, if he's moving himself out to the three-point line, well, his defender that's responsible for him has to go out with him. So that opens things up in the middle for some of the other guys to be able to roam around uh, the free-throw lane and be able to do some things that maybe they weren't able to do before.
2: You know, uh, Mark, I think it's best to just uh, quote the man in his own words, and this is compliments of our good buddy uh, Will Guillory down at the uh, New Orleans Times-Picayune. Um, and this is what this is why Anthony Davis needs to be kept, you know, even so he's the, absolutely the cornerstone of this franchise. This, just, just listen to this. He says, everybody is just playing their part, doing it all together. I think that's what makes it so special, Davis said. We're doing it without one of our main guys, so that makes it more special, especially when everybody thought we were going down in the standings. Um, He said, it's amazing at the end of the day. I just try to go out there and win, do whatever I can do, Davis said. Uh, Of course, being being in a category with those guys, the NBA greats, is an honor for me. I don't go out there every day and try to get these points in any category. I just try to do what I can to help the team win and let me give you what his contributions have been in the last six games alone to help this team win the last six games davis has averaged 41.5 points 15 rebounds 3.2 steals and 3.2 blocks he's posted more games with at least 40 points and 10 rebounds over the last five months than anyone else has for the entire season Little perspective there.
1: Yeah, I know. uh, Aaron gave a stat during the morning drive about the fact that in this six-game stretch, uh, the last person to put together that many points uh, and that many rebounds in a six-game stretch was Bob McAdoo in 1975, uh, who played for the Lakers. And before, you know, who he played for before that? Bob McAdoo McAdoo was originally an ABA player. Played Let's for the, the Buffalo
2: Braves. Oh gosh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, played for Buffalo. We need an NBA franchise back in Buffalo, don't you think? <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no. There's no, there's no other, no other sport that would, uh, except for maybe hockey. Uh, the The Bills are the are the are the standard for Buffalo. So we have a well, text on the text on the uh, text line actually to the Kramer text line from uh, Warren. Which we know knows nothing about sports, but he says it would cut it would cut back by a third the points that Anthony Davis would have if Cousins was still there.
2: Well, but you still need that, you know. I think really the offense was, you know, to some point, to Will Guillory's point, sometimes it was it was built around Cousins uh, to some extent, and he was playing. I think the argument could be made when he when that injury occurred, he was doing more. Uh, as far as his contributions, I mean the effort. I mean, the, just the sheer effort put out by Boogie Cousins was was impressive, and it, that's uh, you know who knows. Just, uh, they said this injury may. We'll
1: go ahead and take our first break yep. here on the Edge on Sports Talk 97.7. Jamie and I will be right back, and we've got a we'll have a phone call when we come back on the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union Hotline. D.B. Cooley reminds you to support a worthwhile cause, and that's Louisiana Special Olympics. Back on the edge right after this.
4: Jessica Ladue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washtenaw Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washtenaw Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln,
5: Ram Truck Month is going on now at Brennan, Dodge, and Ruston with great deals on all Ram trucks. Save $13,000 off MSRP on 17 Ram 1500 Crew Laramie with the eco Diesel engine and get 26 miles per gallon. Save 11000 off MSRP on 18 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn when you trade any make 1500 truck. Save 10000 off MSRP on 17 Ram 2500 Crew Laramie with the Cummins Diesel. Don't miss Ram Truck Month and all the great deals going on now at Brennan, Dodge, and Ruston. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well-known in the area, and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston.
6: If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. 355-8595.
4: Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one.
3: 345 4545. Hi, I'm Greg Tilley in Bozier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wise starting at $26,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bozier City and Shreveport. Ow! matter, going to step on whoever.
0: The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back, and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. That's right, join
1: in on all the fun.
2: As I spill coffee all over myself. Yes, right. all the fun. Yeah,
1: People have run off the road yeah. <laughs> listening to <laughs> us. Yes, join the fun because our opinion don't matter. <laughs> no, I no love, it does not. Even, I love even our own
2: households, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I love that. I just love that those uh, lyrics, for especially for this show.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so appropriate. <laughs> it,
1: very, it very much is. So uh, good luck to the Pelicans. They play, I believe, tomorrow... Um, at 7.30 against the Spurs. And um, I don't know what the Spurs, they were only a game and a half. I know they're in fifth place now. They moved up to number five. Uh, They're only, they were starting, starting last night, they were two games out of third place, out of the three spot. And that's where San Antonio sits, believe it or not. Uh, The San Antonio Spurs have fallen quite a bit without Kawhi Leonard. And so, uh, depending on whether they played last night or not, I didn't check the scores, the other scores. But even if they didn't, that would creep uh, the Pelicans a little closer and um, have an opportunity to maybe take over the three spot uh, in the uh, standings. So, uh, that's I think that I think somebody I heard on uh, a report that if they happen to get up even during the season. Before the end of the season, the three spot would be as high as they've ever been uh, this late in the season as far as standings were concerned. So uh, good luck to the Pelicans and Anthony Davis is just being an unbelievable player. And I hope that he gets the national. We know about him and I know the rest of the country knows about him, but from the all-star games and the such like. But when you have teams that are in the minor markets, you don't get the national coverage that some of the bigger market guys get, so I hope the national media uh, will focus in a little more and and kind of get out the accomplishments out there of what Anthony Davis is doing right now for the Pelicans.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, standing at thirty four and twenty six here, twenty two games left um, in the season, if they can, you know, let's just say win twelve, fourteen of them, uh, puts them in a you know a pretty good position. To be in this position, as you indicated, and you and John indicated, without uh, Boogie Cousins, um, I think is short of amazing. Uh, but, again, there's a lot of basketball to be played. But, well,
1: even if you go five, uh, let's say they go 500. You said they're, what, eight games over 500, 20,
2: right? Yeah, they're 34-26. and 26.
1: Okay, yeah, that's eight games over 500. Right. Um, a lot of times, the, even the seven and eight seeds are at 500 or only a couple of games above. Let's just say they just kind of hold serve and go Mm -hmm. 11 and 11 in the last 22 games. That means they're still going to finish eight games over 500. And that's going to be plenty good enough to probably get in the five or six spot. I would think, Uh, because again, those, uh, the last, I think probably mostly the last eight games or so, or six games are all division games. And so that's when people start separating themselves. You know, when you're playing Memphis and Houston, and and Oklahoma City, those when you're playing those those teams over and over right there in the last, uh, and you're playing like they do in, now in football in the NFL, having those division rivalry games is the last couple of games of the season. So we'll see how it shakes out, but even 11-11 and 11 would uh, have the Pelicans finish eight, eight games above. Amazing. So good luck to the Pelicans. Yeah, it's a good talking point for us. We haven't been able to really talk much about uh, – Pelican success in the last few years. So good stuff by the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, The college basketball thing that we talked about yesterday uh, seems to be getting worse and worse as the days go along. You know, they, they, now it's, uh, you have this one guy that comes out, the one of the writers, I think, for Yahoo Sports um, comes out and says that up to 20 coaches, 20 coaches could lose their jobs. Wow. Over this whole, as things continue to unfold and go around. Now, one of the things, and I went to 888-993-7762 is the Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union hotline or text line. All of the teams that have players that have been on this list have all continued to play these guys. Well, we don't see anything wrong. There's nothing. We don't have a problem with anything that that said player is doing at our school, so we're not going to hold him out. The NCAA hasn't instructed them that they have to suspend them, or they're not suspended by the NCAA, and the teams have all continued to play these guys that have been mentioned from Kentucky and Alabama and Kansas and you know and uh, the such like. So. What do, you, what do you think? You know, and Sean Miller's the only coach that kind of a, has gone AWOL for for a little while. Are these teams just thumbing their nose at the NCAA and saying, listen, we don't care. We're, you know, you don't really have any stroke here. This is an FBI investigation. And until somebody tells us otherwise, we're going to play our guys. Are they thumbing their nose at everybody by just going ahead and saying, hey, you know, forget it. We're just going to play them.
2: You know, Mark, I think it's more to, to the point that maybe the schools have realized how much money is at stake. I believe Miles Butler, uh, you know, taking in consideration your Michigan State right now, and you've had all the success uh, in basketball, and Dantonio's Dan had you know a lot of success with the football program as well, and you you sit the player in question uh, receiving money, I believe, for one game, but uh, I think. And right now, um, because you know, the coaches involved, the names involved and so forth, I I don't think – I think the, maybe the schools – and I and I don't know. I like to know what John thinks about this. I just think the schools, maybe not thumbing their nose, but the the realization of so much money at the, on the line that if a Kansas – if you continue – if you don't have the blue bloods in the tournament, for example, um, and you have a – You know, a Final Four, I mean, I loved it when when, uh, Butler and George Mason were were, uh, causing some issues for the other, uh, the Power Five, but not too many people, you know, I don't think the NCAA liked that. I don't think they liked when Coastal Carolina won the Baseball National Championship. Um, Not because those are not great teams, but simply the NCAA, I think the strongest voice they listen to is the dollar bill. And I don't think they're going to – uh, I think that's they're not necessarily thumbing their nose. I just think they realize uh what, you know, position they hold as far as the NCAA coffers. So, I think they're holding firm. I don't know. I'd like to know what what you and John think about that.
1: Well, you know, let me throw this out there. One of the things that is a fact is the is the is the fact that a lot of this money is basically guaranteed to the schools. And what I mean by that is the bulk of the money Yes, they make money off the gate, and yes, they make concession money and all of that. And they have big donors that uh, donate money to you know said basketball or said football program or even baseball program. But the bulk of the money comes from uh, their conference, their conference coffers, you know, as we talked about uh, at the end of football season, how much the SEC made in totality off of bowl games. And those things are spread out. And what they made from their from their regular season from the TV contracts that each school gets, you know, I don't know, $10 million. I'm just throwing, I don't know what exactly it was. But um, it's millions of dollars each school, when they divide it up, gets this money. Same thing with the uh, TV contract for uh, the NCAA tournament. All of this TV package stuff, uh, you know, the schools split a lot of that up. And so a lot of this money that they get, whether they win the championship or not, uh, if they make the tournament, a lot of this money is already money that is allocated that they get for making the tournament or, their, again, their conference money that's split among all the schools. Uh, so a lot of people lose that, I think, lose that fact that a lot, the higher percentage, I'll say it that way, the higher percentage of money comes from the TV contracts and what the conference and on the national level, where all that comes from, from the networks.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I think also there's the money from television as well. And I don't think they want to jeopardize that. So I don't think that the teams necessarily are, I mean, I just realize they, they understand the cache they have and, and why not continue to play? I mean, obviously you know it's it's under investigation i mean will wade you know if you want to bel- you know, believe what he said that you know he's had no contact whatsoever and lsu has had no contact by the ncaa and i just say that because that's the team of local interest but um i don't think these schools necessarily are, are sweating this out right now because they know the to your point the television contracts are on the line the the money from you know the the tournament and so forth is is just you know obviously too excessive to you know all of a sudden shut down so I don't know I think it's um, it's going to be interesting because where I think it's more important is what happens once the season is over you know because I don't think they're going to do anything to jeopardize at least this year's NCAA tournament I could be wrong but I, I just I see no way with the amount of money on the line that the NCA is going to do anything at this point.
1: Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we return, why are with, with as bad as the officiating is league-wide in the NBA, all the stuff that they let them get away with that's not real basketball, taking five steps and bumping people with their chest and pushing people off with their arms, I'm getting real tired real quick of some of the star players whining about the fact that they're not getting the calls. We'll go to some of the uh, some of the quotes. There's another one from Paul George of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and uh, we'll get into that here when we return here on The Edge. Don't forget, go to Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Pamper the special people in your life, 807-1060. Jamie and I will return right after this.
5: Ram Truck Month is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston, and it's a great time to buy with big savings. 18 Dodge Charger is only 23727 18 Jeep Cherokee is only 21277 18 Journey is only 19477 And an 18 Grand Caravan is only 22727 We also have several incentives you may qualify for, so go to BrennanDodge.com for details, and don't miss Ram Truck Month, going on now. And remember, every new vehicle purchase gets a lifetime oil change at Brennan Dodge in Ruston.
0: Some call them mud bugs, some call them crawdaddies. Readers of Delta Style called Catfish Charlie's the best.
1: Crawfish are in season and on the tray at Catfish Charlie's on Louisville Avenue near Office Depot and on 165 North across from Brookshire.
4: I'm Jessica Ladue, member and employee for Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washtenaw Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washtenaw Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln,
0: Hospitality runs deep.
4: With luxurious
0: spas, relaxing resorts, and historic bed-and-breakfast inns. Treasure runs deep. With fine boutique shopping, fabled bookstores, and authentic local cuisine. Wonder runs deep. With museums, festivals, and experiences the whole family can enjoy. Mississippi runs deep. So dive in deep. Plan your Mississippi getaway today at visitmississippi.org.
2: Are you ready to sell your homeland or commercial property? Then call Cowell Banker Group 1 Realty. Your listings on hundreds of the best websites in the country. A video tour of most listings. The number one most visited real estate brand online. 73% more transactions than our nearest competitor over the past 10 years. 110 professional realtors cover 17 parishes. We advertise in local media too. Call Cowell Banker Group 1 Realty in Monroe 3610300. West Monroe 362 3620007. Boston 255 5302. Each office independently owned and operated.
6: Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather, to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty, to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks services unmatched, and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road, across from the Mill in West Monroe, 387-4747. How does it feel? You're officially
0: living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The
1: Edge, right here on Sports Talk 97.7. Mark Kramer, Jamie Foxx here with you for the second day in a row. I hope nobody has uh, stuck a pencil in their ear or anything. They haven't listened to us for two days.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably have, but anyway, let's uh, let's marshal on, yes. uh,
1: Yeah, again, uh, Terry's uh, on his way down with his uh, St. Frederick Warrior basketball team to play – Vermillion Vermilion Catholic down in the Lafayette area. So good luck to Terry and the Warriors. And hopefully uh, when he comes back tomorrow, he'll be a happy Terry Waldrop having had a victory tonight uh, in the playoffs and gotten to the third round. So uh, everybody uh, think about Terry and his team tonight. First of all, as they travel uh, because of the weather, and uh, good luck to Terry and St. Frederick tonight. Okay. It's about all I've heard lately. And and I get sick of stuff real quick, especially from the prima donna players who always think that just because they're who they are, they're supposed to get the calls. Well, what about, you know, Joe Blow that's a a rookie in the league and and is, you know, the point guard for said team? Well, he deserves the same calls you do just because you've, you're an all-star and you've played for eight or 10 years doesn't mean that if it's just like I say all the time, Jamie, and you've heard me say this many times, whether in, personal conversations or on the shows, it's like a baseball. You know, if a team is losing 10 to nothing, and then all of a sudden the strike zone changes, or the strike zone by the home plate umpire changes from the first inning to, well, you know, you hear commentators go, well, the, the home plate umpire is calling it closer than he did in the first inning. A strike is a strike. If it's a strike in the first inning, it's a strike in the seventh inning or the ninth inning. And the same thing is true, and I used to say that when I was coaching. You know, I wasn't real popular with the officials. I just wanted them to be fair to both teams and take into consideration. That's what I always said to officials before every game that I coached. I would say, listen, guys, I only want two things from you, and you won't hear a word from me. I said, just be consistent and fair to both teams and keep the game under control where the safety of the kids is not compromised. That's all I cared about, those two things. Because a lot of times calls are going to work themselves out. Yeah, you may get screwed on one, but you may get one later on that goes against the other team too. So I really wasn't a whole much uh, big complainer. I just wanted them to be knowledgeable of the rules. And i got to tell you this story, though, real real quick, being knowledgeable of the rules. I had one time playing at uh, Old Downsville High School. Well, they had a volleyball court line's, out on the basketball court as well as the basketball lines. And they were trying to press us, and we were moving the ball up the court, and there was a pass from down underneath their basket as we were coming down the court to my, uh, to one of my point guards. And he catches it, and he's straddling a red line right near half court. This line is eh, maybe eight inches away from half court. And he catches it and he's straddling that line. The referee blows his whistle and calls back court. Well, the thing was, he was straddling the volleyball line. He hadn't even gotten to half court yet. <laughs> and I'm sitting there yelling at the guy, and, I'm, and it was right in front of our bench. And I'm sitting there pointing, I'm leaning over onto the court and pointing to the line because he's still standing. My, uh, my guard is still standing there with his feet over the line. And I said, Look, I said, That's not even half court. Well, the guy never would change his call, even though he knew he was wrong. He uh, that it's one of those. I just my mind just, I mean, my head just wanted wanted to explode. Uh, that that kind of incompetence is what is kind of what I am talking about. So, uh, Paul George, uh, LeBron. I don't even want to get into him because I am not a fan of his anyway. But he has been belly aching all week long and whining about not getting calls. Oh, you know this, oh, and that. I'm tired of listening to him. Well, now Paul George from the Thunder, he comes out, and this is after they won a game, okay? This isn't after a loss. After the Thunder's 112-105 to win over the Orlando Magic, Paul George says that he and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony are officiated differently than other stars in the NBA. He said, it's tough. We're so aggressive. We play at the rim constantly. We're just officiated differently, all three of us, and it's tough. At least one of us should get the benefit of the doubt. Okay, which one is that, Paul? (laughs) Which one of the three should get the benefit of the doubt? Uh, You, since since you're saying all of this. But when we're on the floor, no one is getting the better side of the whistle. We're just going to keep attacking, and we're going to keep being aggressive. That's our job, to put the pressure on. At some point, it's got to work itself out.
2: Wow. Uh,
1: Carmelo Anthony, Then later on in the article, it talks about uh, they go to Billy Donovan, the Thunder coach, and ask him, and he says, yeah, I think it's the same thing. He says uh, when asked whether George gets a lot of calls. Same thing with Russell. These guys are aggressive players, and listen, they're calls that are missed. They just are. He's gotten fouled, and he's just not getting to the line. Then he goes on to talk about the – When is the last time that you ever saw Carmelo Anthony close to the basket? All he does is stand out around the three-point line and shoot jump shots. I wouldn't worry one iota about whether he gets to the free-throw line. If he doesn't get fouled shooting a jump shot, he's not going to get to the free-throw line. Your thoughts?
2: Mm. Well... Obviously, a little sense of entitlement there, you think? Um, Well, I mean, uh, these guys,
1: I'm just getting tired of these star guys thinking that just because they're an all-star means that, uh, you know, that there should be a foul called when maybe there's not even a foul there just because of who they are. I mean, again, if if it's a foul, it's a foul for the rookie, you know, from some small school in South Dakota someplace. Uh, It's a foul. If it's not a foul, it's not a foul. But don't come out and say that basically that the refs are cheating you because you're an all-star type player and you're getting you're getting officiated different than everybody else.
2: It's kind of like, uh, to me, um, it's what does this sound like to me? It sounds a lot like Hollywood actors and actresses making twenty-two million dollars a movie and uh, saying that you know this country is you know, discriminates and all this kind of stuff, and they have people that do their laundry for them and cook their meals for them, and, you know, they don't live in the same world that you, me, and John Tabor live in, but yet they can tell us how to live and what we should think and do. And then you've got these NBA players who's, you know, lately with all this push, it sounds, it's like the Bold and the Beautiful or whatever, your latest uh, soap opera, or whatever melodramatics out there, I I've kind of lost interest as a result because it's there is a sense of entitlement to believe that just because I'm making X number of dollars a year, and to their point, uh, okay, so at least one of us are to get it. You're all getting the calls. I mean, it's it, it's let's be honest. I mean, LeBron James is, gets the benefit of the doubt, and for him to say he does oh, not, just, yeah,
1: not to listen to yeah.
2: him talk. Oh no! I, all of a sudden, I didn't get to yeah, it, unbelievable. I mean, you know, he's it's. It's the point where, you know, people turn that off um, because it's become a soap opera. And maybe that's what the NBA wants right now. Maybe that's what they have to do. And, of course, they're, from from all indications are the, the product isn't suffering at this point. But, um, you know, there's been some things that I, I would wonder as time goes on with a lot of these players and coaches, uh, you know, saying some of the things they do. Uh, at what point does this catch up with them? I don't know. I mean, uh, Lord, we could get into – who who would have thought that uh, – and that this is something we could get into later. But look, um, you thought the thing with uh, Jerry Jones and um, and Roger Goodell was, was buried, and now all of a sudden Goodell's coming out and, and going to sue him for millions of dollars. So what you say, you know, nowadays can be captured forever. And these guys are – to me, they're – to me, they're watering down what is probably a really good product because they're they're taking away from the play on the floor, and I don't think that's ever a good idea.
1: Well, we've got a, a text from uh, Herb in West Monroe, and, and he kind of um, is, his, what, five-word comment seems to echo a lot of what a lot of opinion is out there across the country, except maybe in the actual cities where they have teams. And Herb says, who cares about the NBA?
2: <laughs> I think he's probably in good company. Well,
1: all you have to do, I mean, you, you look at a lot of the attendance figures. Again, the attendance figures are not very good. I've said this before, but it's true. NBA is one of the more corporate-driven, um, uh, if not the most corporate-driven league professional league in the country and i don't mean by sponsorship i'm talking about buying seats and having seats in the stadium slash arena uh, depending on whether you're talking about the nfl or major league baseball or hockey Um, there are more corporate seats sold in basketball than in any other sport Uh, and so a lot of times you watch highlights on a game and i like to do this just to see You'll watch highlights of a game, you know, in your late-night news or on uh, one of the cable channels, and you'll go, God, there's nobody there. You know, Atlanta is, is notorious for having bad crowds. And I'll look, and and even their bottom bowl where the big-time seats are is not even half full. And Dallas has had really bad attendance this year because they're not very good. And then I look in the box score, and if the arena holds, you know, 19,000, it says that they had 13,000 or 12,000. And I'm going, what? There's no way that many people were in the stadium or were in the arena because uh, it was less than half full. Uh, I was shocked the other night. I watched a little of the Spurs game. And it was against a good opponent. They may have been playing Houston or somebody like that, but it was a good team. And there were empty seats at a Spurs game. I never thought I would see that. And so a lot of people are just kind of blowing off the regular season games just because of the way uh, the regular season is handled by the NBA. Uh, And they've gotten to where it's almost all playoff kind of stuff. So we'll uh, we'll get more into that in depth and go to the tanking version. Now that we're under 30 games left, uh, the tanking conversation has arisen again. And one of the Faces of a franchise, one of the real veteran all-stars in the league has come out and says that he even disagrees with his owner on that philosophy. We'll talk about that and more when we return to wrap up the show here on The Edge on this sunshiny Tuesday morning. Jamie and I will be back to wrap it up right after this.
0: Do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real
3: in a
5: Ford. It's Ford Truck Month. Come see our huge selection at Jim Taylor in Ruston. Save nine thousand off MSRP on a 2018 F-150. Motor Trend's Truck of the Year. A 2017 F-150, thirty-three nine eighty-seven. A 2017 Super Duty, ten thousand off MSRP. And remember, your lifted truck headquarters is right here in Ruston.
4: If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston.
6: Price plus TTL, DOC, and Notary Fees. Stock number 17362-17208-18062. Off MSRP includes all factory rebates to dealer. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. Are your legs
0: tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment, 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro, and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today, 329-1900.
7: I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the...
5: It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope.
7: You fought for me. You treated me like family.
1: Now we
5: say thanks.
7: It's good to know we can count on Bobby.
5: I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today.
7: Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644.
6: If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality CloPay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, (laughs) BayouOverheadDoors.com. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're
0: doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the final
1: segment here on this Tuesday of The Edge. Jamie Foxx, Mark Kramer here with you. Terry will be back tomorrow. Hopefully a victorious St. Frederick Warrior basketball team, Terry Waldrop. Uh, He'll be a lot happier tomorrow morning uh, if they win tonight down at Vermilion Catholic in the playoffs. So good luck to Terry. Well I want to thank our sponsors, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, 165 North in Monroe, 345-4545. Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Tremendous Based Louisiana, North Louisiana based attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, and personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 342 1411. Spa Nouvelle, 807 807- 1060 and Pie Works Pizza by Design, right next to Nukes, in Monroe. We've got uh, some r- responses on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union hotline and text line. You can get us there 888-993-7762. Had a couple of texts during the uh, during the break. I understand. You know, I wasn't naive. I that was my point that I was making about the attendance. I know that they they count uh, tickets sold, which counts season ticket holders or whatever that don't show up and that was my point was that these in the NBA more so than the other sports season tickets are being bought up by corporations rather than individuals in the other sports season tickets are bought as much if not more by individual people now of course the suites and the you know the fancy places are bought by companies but the NBA sells a lot more uh, some uh, companies will buy 1000 2000 tickets at a time a b- whole block of sections and they'll give them away you know to their to their um, employees and stuff like that percent i'm talking about percentage wise of course mm-hmm. because the nba arenas obviously are smaller than baseball stadiums and football stadiums so um so that's uh, you know that's just uh, some of the figures that were going out there. So I understand that, you know, when you talk about attendance figures, you're talking about people that are actually there. Plus the season tickets that have already been sold, whether those people show up or not. So I want to get to real quick before we wrap the show up. When you have an owner, what's it say about the league? When you have an owner, not a player or even a general manager, but the owner is talking about tanking. And of course, tanking and, is in the NBA is the only place we really talk about teams basically losing on purpose trying to get a better draft stock. And Dirk Nowitzki and I'm just, this is really refreshing to me. Who is the face of, you know, the Dallas franchise and has been his entire career has openly come out and publicly stated his opinion about disagreeing with Mark Cuban on the team's losing option is what they call it for the remainder of the season. And I love what Dirk Nowinski says, the reason why he disagrees. And this is kind of a, you know, we talk sometimes about generational opinions on this show and all our other shows. I think this is one of the big differences of an old school player. I think Dirk came in the league close to the year 2000, somewhere in there. So he's, you know, kind of a generation removed, from the younger generation in the NBA and fans too, as far as that goes. And I love what he said. And this is something that should not be generational. This should be the way it is all the time. He says, you don't really want a culture here that's just giving up and quitting and not playing hard. I think it just sets the wrong tone for the future. I think it's important for our young players to learn how to compete and to compete all the time and play hard. You should play your minutes hard all the time. That's the only way that you get better. That's the only way to play in this league, and whatever happens after the season, you just go from there. But now you play your every minute as hard as you can, and you play to win. Your hard thoughts? Hard
2: to take issue with that. Well, you know, this is where uh, my son and I part the- – Part waters which is not unusual um but he's of the opinion that if you're you know eight and eight you know or whatever and you're or you're losing this four games and there's no way you're going to make the playoffs or whatever that you you know he wants that high draft pick and i said no you don't you don't tank under any circum, even if you're the cleveland browns now i don't know why the browns went oh and 16 but you know i don't If if the players quit that's that's to be thought of as a you know another black mark on that franchise, but I don't think that necessarily happened. I just could be the lack of talent overall. But um, I'll quote Nick Saban: "It's never okay to lose. It's not okay to accept losing as uh, something you want to do for a higher draft choice or for whatever." Uh, to Nowitzki's point, which is why he's an all all star, um, it's a culture. If you allow losing to be part of the culture, if you accept that as uh, okay, that's that's all right because we get uh, two, we get a instead of a sixth round, you know, we're are, we're picking sixth or seventh. Now we'll be able to pick third or fourth, um, or even second. No, I, I don't think you you play. Um, it's like Herm Edwards. I hate, hate, I hate to Edwards. quote Herm Edwards, but here we go. You play to game. win the game. You play to win the game and it's never okay to lose. Uh that's by Nick Saban. I take that a little more seriously. Um, he's right. It's never okay to lose. Uh you can win, uh you can learn from losing, but you it's not okay to accept that as a culture. And I can tell you right now, it's one of the reasons why you and I are on the uh, on the air these last two days, much to the chagrin, I'm sure, of the listeners, but that's what Terry Waltrip's all about. He's he told me, but quite frankly, he's playing a team a lot better than his squad tonight as far as overall talent. But Terry needed two – he wanted these two days to prepare. He's got a, a fire in his belly that's different than the rest of us. Terry's a very competitive person. I don't think he'll – you know, would mind me saying it. He wants to win. I think he fears losing more than he loves winning sometimes. Uh, he wants to win, and he has. I mean, he's turned a program that won four or five ball games last year. To one that's won 19 this year and is in the playoffs, what does that and still He doesn't. I've seen him. He doesn't accept losing. Uh, you know, if you get beat, giving your best effort, that's one thing, but you don't want to accept that as the norm. And uh, and I, the so reason no. I, and then,
1: and Jamie, the reason I brought that subject up to talk about here in the last segment is, to me, it's as just a fan and you know somebody that's in the local media. Uh, and somebody that coached basketball, albeit on the high school, high school level played in high school um it's alarming to me that an owner would be talking about doing this. you know you can see sometimes the players talking about it, you know or whatever but for the for an owner to just come right out and publicly in national media say this to me is a little bit alarming i'm surprised that the Uh, NBA commissioner has not had some kind of comment on this or had had owners and general managers just say, hey, you guys need to just keep your mouth shut. Whether you feel that way or not, you just can't publicly say that because it puts a little bit of a black eye on the league. And I'm surprised at some level that that has uh, never been addressed uh, by the commissioner of the NBA. We'll see how all this plays out uh, these last 22 games but again good luck to the pelicans break Indeed. up break up the pelicans good luck